friends from college Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to the LA Clips Forum. <laughs> my name Sorry is Brian Andrew. <laughs> I'm here with my Clippers husband. Sorry, Chelsea Sandoval. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, so you, you would think you would have learned last time that I'm gonna give you a pause to say your name. I was gonna I was gonna lean forward, but I was afraid that my chair was gonna creak. So I dragged my mic instead, which was probably just as bad. So um yeah, sorry for the bad audio. Um, it's fine. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> uh, and he he came in last night in the clutch. We brought him back because we said when we do the Hardenheimer official episode, we bring Jake here. Jake, it's yep. it's only been 24 hours, but I already miss you. Yeah, man, it's we here, bro. I am. It's been fun, super fun to see the photos and the media stuff. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, it just hit me that it hasn't been 24 hours, and I felt like the need to admit that. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's been it's been less than a day. Uh, it's hard and ween, everybody. Oh, that's I, <laughs> we're we're all pretty happy. It's uh, we're all feeling like our own. Our own, I guess we all like feel like shit a little bit physically. We all we're all a little sick, but we have James Harden on the Clippers. And uh, it's it's interesting because uh, I was uh, I was telling Jake yesterday, Jesse, but like I the moment I put my phone down for like twenty minutes, right? I've been I've been trying to keep up on it for since the hardest stuff happened, but I put my phone down for just a little bit, and then all of a sudden I see that there's like twenty five messages between us, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, it must be some BS thing, you know? Sometimes like we'll just randomly talk about whatever, but then I scroll down and I see an ESPN update that says. Like ten time All Star or what? I don't know what it said. Like James Harden, whatever. And I was like, huh. And then I opened all your stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess we got the trade done. <laughs> and actually, uh, I heard the podcast last night. So well, not last night, but I heard it this morning. It was a great podcast. I, I got I got out of bed feeling like absolute crap, and I was like, uh, I, I think I gotta like, I think I gotta do a podcast on this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, maybe we could wait till tomorrow. And then even in our our, our text chain we got we went back and forth a little bit <laughs> we were like uh do we and then i was like you know i'm just gonna do it i'm gonna do it. i recorded two solo episodes and then jake's like actually i could do it now you're being modest i ghosted you <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. you're like record right now i'm like dude i am not recording i'm so tired right now like <laughs> and like i just ended up looking at memes for, like <laughs> you're, you're like up the entire time <laughs> but uh, uh it was a great, a great episode. Uh, if you guys haven't uh, listened to it, go ahead, go back. Obviously, you guys know the truth of what happened. So, yeah. Exactly. So, so just to lay it out, I don't think the trade's been made official as of right now. I still think we're waiting for it to become official, official. But like James Harden's already dabbing up like Russell Westbrook in the locker room, so I feel like that's pretty official. Uh, but the trade, just so just in case you've been living under a rock for the last 24 hours, the 76ers traded James Harden, PJ Tucker, and another dude, uh, Philippe Pistrovich, Pistrovich, yeah, whatever. Uh, for Nico Batum, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, KJ Martin. A 2026 first round pick via OKC, 2028 first round pick, two second round picks, and one pick swap. I think pick swaps are really interesting because I always just feel like, well, you're still getting your first round pick. You just get it in a different spot. Uh, so I I feel like outside of the draft capital, we basically got James Harden for free, everybody. <laughs> like So if everyone's like, well, you know, James Harden could walk after this year, so was everybody else in that trade. Except for maybe KJ Martin. To be honest, I don't even know what KJ Martin's contract looks like. And to be honest, <laughs> I don't I don't need to care anymore. <laughs> my my favorite clip was like uh the I, I saw was uh Stephen A when they were saying like uh I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh what's co-host now? Uh, uh Shannon Sharp. Uh, Shannon Sharp's like, oh like well, you know, uh 
Hardy can walk away after the season. He's like, and <laughs> like, like, he's like, you gave up, you gave up Roko and like uh, Marcus Morris. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite thing about like first take was like Shannon Sharp was just going like, you know, Robert Covington defense, Marcus Morris defense. Oh my god! Bro. <laughs> and, then, and then like Stephen A. Smith's like, all right, now Joel and B now has a guy who can score. <laughs> <laughs> like, have they not watched the Clippers game in like the last like eight months? <laughs> I, I, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. It's been it's been <laughs> it's been tough. Yeah, um, you know we're just bum as Clipper fans, but uh, <laughs> it's all right. So now we have Harden here, uh, Jesse. I haven't heard you yet. I want to give you the floor to talk about how you feel about James Harden coming to the Clippers. I mean, I, I get I get people's concerns. I, I don't really care much for the role players. Um like and, and I and um I say that I, I threw that out loosely, but I do appreciate what Nicholas Batum brought to the Clippers. Uh I mean he was a stand-up guy. He loved he loved being here. Um and he was just a really good vet. But at the end of the day, when you have a chance to get hardened, you do what you gotta do. And stuff, we're gonna miss him. But you know, good luck to him. I, I I think he has a role possibly for the Sixers. Uh, maybe they'll flip him, but hopefully they don't, and he stays with a contender. But I'm excited, man. Like we went all in on the two one three, right? We gave up so much draft capital for these for these guys, and we tried every method possible we try with depth that didn't work we try getting a decent point guard couldn't find anything well now we do and we got a really good one so so uh, it's like we're, we're finally throwing the kitchen sink in this team to this team and we're 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 going out swinging i i appreciate it uh i think you know jake said it best right if we're gonna flame out we're gonna flame out. We're we're gonna flame out without Harden or with Harden. So it's like it is what it is. Um, I, I'm I'm ecstatic, dude. I, I I really think this helps us gives a, gives us a better pin like better chance of winning a championship than what we had in our last roster. So. I, I I was just looking at a picture of James Harden's jersey and PJ Tucker's jersey in the locker room, and I saw that Jake. Uh, it was a Tomir. Uh tweet and jake play i can't believe this lol dot hashtag uno but my first thought when i saw both those jerseys is those are both the jersey numbers that preston uh wore when he was on the clippers he he wore 17 i think his rookie year and then he was supposed to wear one like last year or wore one in second year so interesting i i i know like not, not many people uh care that jason preston was on the team at one point but i just i thought if you think about it we cleared we cleared Jason Preston off the roster so we could make way so we could have these guys here now. Uh Jake, you have any additional thoughts? By the way, if you guys hear any screaming in the background, there's a Halloween party next door. Don't they know it's a Tuesday night? Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> Jake. Um man, nothing. I mean, I'm just I'm ready to see it. Like like a little by the way they're playing tonight, it just kind of looks like they're going through the motions, waiting for Harden to suit up on Monday. Because I doubt he suits up tomorrow. He probably has to pass physical still. Um, so yeah, I'm to me, it's like kind of they're just like going through the motions of even playing. But I am liking to see, I am liking like seeing Kobe Brown play. There's a lot of question marks though, like Norman. What's gonna happen if they're gonna you know want his usage? Who knows? All in all, though, I'm excited. Like we keep saying this, but if we're gonna flame out, we're gonna flame out anyway. So might as well go big. Yeah, we're about halfway through the third quarter now that we're you know. I was gonna announce at the beginning of the episode that we're watching this, we're watching the game as we're recording. Mm-hmm. But I totally just went straight into Harden. Uh yeah. Uh so you know I think a big topic for the last, you know, day or so has been like, how's he going to fit in with like Russell and everybody else? Who's going to start power forward? We don't really have any anymore. And Kobe Brown's playing in this game right now. And he actually doesn't look too bad. Like, I really, I do hope that the Clippers pull this one out. I, I, I do 
I do think it's relatively important because I, I wouldn't be surprised if we absolutely punt the Laker game. Uh, or we might actually play it. I, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, I don't know if uh, our guys are going to, like, play back-to-backs or not. Well, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. But, yeah, James Harden's here. I'm excited. I, I feel like I can't, like, get that little pep in my voice because I'm so congested. Congested. <laughs> But yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Like, are, is anybody here worried about the rust fit with him? I'll let Jesse go first. No, I'm not too concerned. I think, I think everyone here is like, I don't know, man. I, I think Russ took a pay cut because he knew something big was going to happen, and obviously that includes getting another pivotal player that's going to take minutes. And possibly, you know, some 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 time with the ball from you. So I think he's willing to make adjustments. I think Harden's also willing to make adjustment as well. Because I think ultimately here, everyone here has a goal of winning a championship, right? Like you don't name drop the Clippers just to be there. You you're going there because you know you have a good chance of winning a championship now. And with that being said, I, I think everyone will be willing to adjust, including Russ. Yeah, I bet you when his when Russ signed, I do think like we were all under like, oh man, does this mean we're not gonna get Harden? And then I think we were all like, well, we can still get Harden. I think Russ signed knowing that we were in the Harden sweepstakes, and there's a a pretty decent chance we're gonna get James Harden at some point. Now he did go into training camp as the number one point guard. I that doesn't mean he can't be the number one point guard. You know, I just saw Paul George make two threes in a row. That that's a good feeling, uh, yeah. I think this move this moves Kawhi down the power forward. I think we do start with Russ for a while. It doesn't mean we're gonna finish games with both of them on the court, but I do think like even if like we have to do the the political thing of starting both, but we really just sit one out like after a few minutes, like maybe Russ is the first sub out, and then he comes back in with the second unit eventually. Like I don't know. Like we'll we'll see. But I also don't think we have to be that political with a person making the minimum. So, <laughs> like, it's 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 one of those things. Uh, Jake? Um, I just got to say, this season, amongst all the other seasons, PG is really locked in. Like, you could just see it in his body language, like, as he's playing the game. But with all that being said, um, not too worried about the rest of it. The only thing that I'm worried about is just, like, the minute distribution because, like, who knows what Ty Lue, like, my question mark is Ty Lue, not the players. I can't question the players. Like, Russ just had a terrible first half, and this second, this second half right here, he's going, he's going crazy, pushing the pace, going to the rim, doing, and he even contested a couple jump shots. So, like, I, I don't think there's any issue with the players and sacri- sacrifice. I think it's more how Ty Lue is going to figure this out. Because to me, James has to be high usage. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's. It's evident, like, I don't know if he wants to play any small, small pick and roll or, like, I don't know. But it, it it's up to Ty Lue. Speaking of that, I think a, a lot of people have been against Ty Lue for his coaching abilities. And usually it's because he was playing the guys that he trusts and the guys that he likes. But most of those guys, almost all of them are off the team now. Like... Reggie's off the team. Luke Kennard. Well, he didn't really put too much faith in Luke Kennard. But, uh, <laughs> but like, uh, Marcus Morris is off. Nico's off. The only people who are really here from when Ty first started, and I know some people are going to throw some names out there, but, like, technically Amir Coffey, but he was not really playing him too much. He still doesn't trust Zoo in the fourth quarter always, so Zoo doesn't really count either. It's just 2-1-3 for the most part. So I do think, like, we officially have given tie a fresh roster to work with this season and he's going to earn the trust of the players on the fly and the players are going to earn his trust on the fly and I think like that's going to be I think very fruitful this year for a a successful season so like I think like the only players he could be loyal to and to be honest like we consolidate a lot of our depth so like to be honest like it's not like we're we are gonna have games now where Kobe Brown has to play, Moose is gonna have to play. You know, we might even see some Jordan Miller. We're gonna we know Mir Coffee's gonna play more. 
And I think when Brandon Boston's healthy. And I think the biggest thing about the trade, we, we've had multiple podcasts because we all we, we we did feel like it was James Harden or Terrence Mann, and we had to pick one, and we always chose James Harden, but we don't have to pick one. Like Terrence Mann's on this team, and he's a perfect utility guy. He could play at least four of those positions. He could technically probably let's just say he could play four of those positions. He plays three of them pretty well. <laughs> so uh how do you how do you feel, Jesse, about keeping Terrence Mann? Oh, no, I think I think it was great. I mean, the fact that we kept Terrence Mann and Norman Powell, who's also possibly could be used for a trade uh, further down the line, or, you know, maybe he could adjust and actually pick it up. I know he's starting off pretty slow. It's It's been pretty rough, but, you know, I think we have a pretty decent squad. I, I'm actually pretty excited if Russ starts to go into the second unit. I would like to see a little bit more with Terrence Mann. I think that'd be a sneaky good defense between those two. Um I'm I'm just excited too. Honestly, like you get Harden, and yeah. now you have you have Kawhi and you have PG, and dude, this is like this is the point guard they want, right? Like yeah. we had uh, to invest in them. We gave up so much for them. We we had to invest in these guys, and it was for Harden. So, uh, Jake, how do you feel that? There are some concerns about our backcourt defense now. Because uh, even though if I, I'll make this point before we get started, I don't think we've ever. I don't think we've like. Have we ever had a good backcourt defense except for Patrick Beverly? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you're look, man. Out of all the years that we've watched James Harden, Russ is cooking this guy, by the way. What's his face? Cole Anthony, he's frying him. <laughs> um, I, I, out of out of all the years we've seen James Harden, because, I mean, James Harden is going to be tackling on 35 minutes a game, right? Like, never once has a team gone and hunted James Harden on any defensive possession. Have you, have you guys ever seen that? Like, ever? Have you guys <laughs> ever seen where they put him in the playoffs and they actually put him to defend in action? They've never done it. Uh, in the playoffs, you're right. Yeah, I'll be honest. The one time that I do think I remember a team hunting James Harden was when we played against James Harden and Kevin Durant in that one game where all, all our scrubs and our 10-day contracts beat yeah. the Nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were hunting James Harden that game, but he's a, he's a really good post defender. He's a good post defender. He's great to switch. Um, I guess, like, like Jesse said, if we move Russ to the bench, I mean, you know, I've don't think it's going to happen, but if they do, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think we have the versatility around the floor. I think what's going to happen, you know, this is just me like taking a shot in the dark. I think we're going to start uh, Harden, Terrence, um, PG, Kawhi, and, and Zoo. I think that's going to be the lineup. I, I certainly think that's going to be the lineup to close. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I do think we're going to get at least a quarter season sample size of Russ with Harden in the starting Same. lineup. Same, excuse me. Yeah, and then and then maybe we'll start figuring some things out. Like I also wouldn't be surprised if we get the political, you know, just let them let them all five start together, and then but in the fourth quarter it's Terrence Mann over Russ, or maybe it's even Norm over you know Russ or something like that. Because like even in this game right now we're not playing that well. We're up by fourteen in the third right now. In the first half, I was watching this game. And like for for at least the first couple of weeks or even the preseason, I was like, oh man, like I'm not I'm not feeling Norm's fit. But we're a shorthanded team tonight. We we were only rocking like what nine dudes or something like that. Plus, you know, some of these guys who who should be in like Ontario Clippers training camp right now, basically. <laughs> um, the this was the game where I was like, oh, this is kind of like why I see why we have Norm. You know, like some guy, a guy who could go out there and be a bucket with the second unit. And he did lead, I think, all players coming off the bench last year in points per game. And I was like, oh, I could see. Like, I, I, I just I, I feel like with Bones, though, it's it's a little bit repetitive to have a norm as well. But, yeah, I think, like, once we have Harden in the mix, I do think the team is going to see what they have for a little while, but I wouldn't be surprised if we make another deal soon. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jesse, do you feel like we're going to make a trade this week or do you think we're going to wait till like the trade deadline? 
Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be later towards the trade trade deadline. I think it's a little bit too early. Uh, I think teams are still trying to figure out the roster. And some teams haven't given up yet. Uh, one I think of is possibly the Raptors. So they might have a fire sell. And there might be some role players we might be interested in. But I think it's too early right now. Yeah, I agree. Is there is there a couple players that are free agents or on the trade market that are on your mind, Jake? Yeah, one guy that um stands out for sure is uh Charlotte, PJ Washington. He's mm-hmm. young, he can shoot the ball, he's athletic, his splits aren't that great, but I mean he's also playing on a pretty tough, you know, tough like he's in a tough situation. But he's freshly under contract, and maybe if the Hornets um you know, struggle, you know, they might want to unload some cap. And uh, it's a perfect situation, I think. I mean, you know, it, it's a four that we definitely could use. Uh, I also see maybe, like, something sneaky in there. I'm not sure. Obviously, that has, like, a big cap, right? Like, somebody that we're going to take a lot of money on. Um, I don't think that Terrence and Norm are safe by any means. You know, if it's to upgrade the, the team, I don't think they're safe by any means. I think the team is, like, clear, like they clearly showed. I mean, Ballmer clearly showed. Ballmer supposedly made the phone call. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he showed that, like, oh, yeah, I'm uh, at all costs. I'm trying to win. Shout out to both the owners who just stepped in and tried to make this happen. Instead of going through the same song and dance with the GMs and the right. presidents and stuff like that, they... The, the 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 owners just called and said, oh, "Let's make this shit happen." <laughs> you know, I just picture like Bomber and I, I'm blanking on the Sixers uh, owner, but I just picture them continuously meeting each other and talking to their GM. Like, <laughs> you, you know like that meme. You know that meme of Woody when it's like it, I, I forgot what the like the meme thing is, but it's it's something like I'm not a hater, but it's like Woody holding somebody back, and he's like, "Well, <laughs> yeah, I am." <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like. Uh, that's that was Steve Ballmer of like uh, it's like uh Frank was like, I don't know, I I just don't wanna I, I just it's just we can't work with them. And it's just like Steve Ballmer holding like holding Frank back. He's like, I got this. Just <laughs> <laughs> just makes one text. He's like, Hey, just give me a just send me a deal. <laughs> it's like all right. I mean like, at this go ahead. I was just saying because at the end of the day it's the owners paying the players anyways, right? Yeah. So I mean at this point, I feel like Steve Bomber had to, you know, like we've already been, I think I was listening to Zach Bow's uh, podcast and he made a point that like, I'm pretty sure the Clippers didn't think they're going to be in the situation. I'm pretty sure they thought they were going to have a chip, but you're this far into the two one three era. You've given so much to it. You've already kind of replenished a little bit of your draft picks. You're kind of forced to make a move for this and to like basically give yourself the best shot you have with this team. And That's this a fact. Mm-hmm. You're you're you were forced in this situation. You had to, and this again just shows like how much Steve Ballmer truly loves and wants to be competitive. And I I don't think any other owner would do that. You know, like yeah, <laughs> maybe Mark Cuban. You know, uh, he's on Shark, so Shark Tank, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what, Steve Ballmer wants to see his team succeed, and I I think we're truly lucky to have a, a an owner like that. So, um. I think everyone too would be willing if if we have some success in this season, we go far. I think everyone would be willing to take some sort of pay cut to make yeah. it happen. That's just me. That's I know it's wild. I know everyone likes to think James Harden is crazy, greedy, but I think James Harden would also just wants a decent contract. <laughs> like, I, just, like, I, just, I, I still just want to get paid to play basketball. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Kobe Brown's in. Uh, yeah, I, I know like, we don't have like a ton of players, so it's not like I'm not I'm not gonna like make it like a season huge thing right now. But I, I there's a lot of players they could have put in right now, and they're going with Kobe Brown. Not a lot of players, but there's some players they could have put in. They went with Kobe Brown. I'll put it that way. So <clears throat> it's I, showing that Tyler's experimenting. Yeah, he's like, you know what? There, I think this is a really good two game sample size. To like, all right, we're gonna play some of these guys who should be getting thirty five minutes a night or something, forty minutes a night playing the G League. But since we literally don't have a single power forward on our roster, here's an opportunity, guys. Like, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some Musa in the fourth quarter if the game's not too tight. Uh, but yeah, 
it's interesting that we're seeing a live example of what our roster is shaping up to be now while we're recording about a player that has yet to step foot on the court. Uh, going back to what Jake said about, like, you know, Terrence Mann and Norm possibly not being safe, but uh, it was Norm, right? The second player you said? Yeah, yeah, Norm. Yeah, because, like, I do feel like there's some people that may not be happy about the situation because I know Terrence Mann was supposed to start. But it's one of those things where it's like, this 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 is the this is the main core of the team now, right? So, if if you're frustrated with it and you don't like it, then yeah, there's a, there's another trade deadline if you want to go play somewhere else. <laughs> so, uh, do you do you where do you feel like there would be the biggest? Uh, I don't want to say egos, but like where do you feel like there would be the biggest locker room issues because of the James Harden deal, uh, Jake? Um, honestly, like. First of all, there shouldn't be any, you know, at the end of the day, it's a Hall of Famer coming to play on your team and he's not washed. So, like, if, if the younger guys want to get upset about playing time, if anything, they're here to teach you, you know, like you want to have a long career, learn under these guys because these guys have been here 14, 13 years. The, the young guys are both 27 and 30. <laughs> I'm not even like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not even, they're not even young. Like, um, I do see Norm maybe getting upset but norm played also like remember when norm won his championship he played a more minimal role on toronto yeah like his role wasn't like it is now where it's 30 wow pg like that's crazy Mm -hmm. wow you know his role wasn't where where it is now where he's getting those 29 32 minutes you know going for crazy volume it was actually more catch and shoot more limited i think maybe 15 20 minutes a game Mm -hmm. uh could stress to 25 but i think that's like a perfect role for him um, I always say this, maybe when I talk with you guys, right? But I always say, like, usually the team that has the sixth man of the year doesn't win an NBA championship. Like, if you go look at history, right, it's just they never win. Like, because it's just not a formula, I guess. Um, and that's why we have so many. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's just the formula, I guess. I don't know. Um, what I do see right here, though, and I might be crazy, like, you know how the uh, the Nuggets last year were playing uh, Christian Brown? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'm really, like, I like to have a rookie guy playing on the big team. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, like, if, if they decide to play Kobe, like, real minutes, because, I mean, we're missing P.J. Tucker, yeah. you know, but if they decide to go play Kobe real minutes, like, I'm all on board with, like, having a rookie go out there. And you never know, man. Rookies starting on scouting reports like that you know, they have different intangibles that obviously like these scouted look at Austin Reeves this year, got his money. And like, you know, now it's looking, you know, he's on the big board. These yeah. guys are all, it's unpredictable. It's like throwing a rookie pitcher out mm. when he's in the world series or whatever, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. Well, Austin Reeves is now technically part of a big three and, and, and oh, on the Lakers now, you know? So, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, Going back to your point, because like if Kobe Brown takes a step up, and we he really doesn't really have a floor to step up from. If he's just he just if he could just be a, a decent rotation guy, like then then they don't necessarily need to go out there and get a four. You know, like they could rock with the rookie this year, and then just try to maybe flip Norm for something else, or maybe find a way to make it work with Norm Bones and whoever plays on the bench with them. You know, so this is. This is the beauty of having like Harden so early in the season, right? Now you have the flexibility of finding perfect fits around your core group. Like, yeah, absolutely. So n- we'll, we'll experiment. We'll see how Kobe Brown. I, I, I do, I do agree with Jake. I think it's nice to have a rookie on a on a on a proven team that's willing to, you know, he wants to earn that spot, right? Like every rookie wants to earn their spot and be considered in the rotation. And hopefully we get something out of Kobe Brown. But if he doesn't, it's still early in the season. We can make moves. We still have some decent contracts that we can move around. Um, yeah, he gives us a lot of flexibility. So, and, and to throw this out there too, like there's a reason why I feel like the Clippers this year went out of their way to draft a, basically a senior out of college. Basically, I don't know if he played all four years or something like that, but. Kobe Brown was one of the oldest players in the draft, and that does come with experience. That comes with, you know, 
he he's a veteran in college basketball. He's not just some guy who has raw talent that came, you know, from high school a couple of years ago. He's a he's a veteran in college basketball and now you're bringing him into the NBA. And so like he's used to playing with with players that are almost his size. He's been, you know, he's played with future NBA players or he's played against NBA players, right? So it's one of those things where it's like we did get on Lawrence Frake and the Clippers for drafting pretty older players, but this is where it might come into uh, to be like an X factor for the team necessarily, you know? And, but, cause like we already have our raw product with Musa, you know, we, we, we kind of have a raw product with Brandon Boston. Like, let's go get a vet and maybe he, he, he's ready to play at the next level. And if he's not, then he'll play 35 minutes a night in the G league and that it is what it is. And we'll go find a power forward that could actually play. But the thing is like, if the rust thing works in the starting lineup, we don't necessarily need to go find a starting power forward. We just need to find a power forward or a small forward who could, or just a wing in general to play on the bench. Or we could upgrade at center. There's just a lot of options that I think we have as a team, especially now that we made the trade early, like you said, Jake or Jesse. Or both of you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, any other Harden-esque thoughts that you guys have? Yes. Right. When he drops that triple-double. Like, to all the fans, this is to all the fans that miss Batum and miss, like, Rocco and Morris and all that. Listen, when James Harden come out here and put that triple-double up, you got to get the same praise, please. Yeah, because you know it's coming. You know, like you know, like we all know it's coming in here. Y'all, y'all know it's coming too. It's it's, it's gonna be crazy. Be good yeah, time. I, I agree. I, I'm looking forward to the chaos that's come because I know when there's bad games, man, people are gonna. Oh, really I can't upset. wait! I can't wait! I can't... People are gonna. Uh, really ever, upset. I, I think like there's gonna be an entire uh faction of Clipper Nation that their job for the rest of the year is just to nitpick at every single James Harden game <laughs> and just like this is this is why we should have never got him and stuff like that. Like they're just gonna enjoy it. James Harden could have like six straight good games, but he has one bad game. Then people people are gonna say what they want to say and it's fine you know people like to believe i don't, I don't know I, I feel like sometimes we fall prey to a lot of narratives that the media like portrays a lot of players like last season there was so much hate against russ about being on the clippers and then even the clippers considering getting uh getting russ and all of a sudden now everyone loves them and yep it's because they had this perception of them based on what the media was portraying and a lot of laker fans hated him right Be- but no one realized like how much of a bad fit it was just for the Lakers. Just come in with an open mind. <laughs> like yeah. Let, let the game speak for itself. And at the end of the day, like the season, if it's a bust, I'm just happy we're not swinging. Like Jake Jake brought this up yesterday. I don't know if you brought it up on the pod or you brought it up to me, but remember Nico Batum scored like one point in the playoffs last year. Bro, <laughs> you know, like, so... it's, it's, I mean, it's a full upgrade, full stop on just your guard put. When we were our best, Reggie Jackson had like Reggie had like splits like Kyrie Irving. He was averaging like nineteen on like forty percent from three and like forty nine from the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. We 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 were we basically had Kyrie Irving on our team. Like, we got James Harden. It's twenty one and eleven. Like I said before, and we've heard before. Like, there's some people that actually think he's better than Paul George. Like, you can make an argument if people were to argue it. You can make it. That Kobe you know, Brown three was just in and out right now. <laughs> I was about to get excited. Hey, the only way this kid is gonna learn is if he gets the reps. Yeah, and it, you know what it I'm listen, saying? He, but he's shooting. He's shooting confidently too. He's not hesitating. He's not. That's what I like, bro. I mean, let it fly. The best part about it is get his reps early in the season, bro. We're like in game what four? Yeah. We're in what game four, bro? Our season has our season starts Monday. Like you know, get get the reps in. So. uh my brain just okay. So speaking of power forwards, we have PJ Tucker in the deal too. Do you, do you guys feel like PJ Tucker is going to get solid run with the team, or is he just kind of there for games where we're kind of like we're sitting some players? What do you guys think PJ Tucker's role is going to be? That's a Ty Lue guy, through and through. <laughs> That's a Ty Lue guy. <laughs> like like if there's one guy where we're gonna be like, yo, why is he playing? Probably PJ Tucker. 
I, I do think we're going to get a lot of Marcus Morris. <laughs> I, I, I doubt people are going to have free Tucker shirts on and stuff like that. <laughs> Like I, I, yeah, he's he's gonna be more like Marcus Morris than he is gonna be, uh, Nico Batum to this fan base. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I I do. I'm kind of hoping that he kind of just chills on the team. He plays with his buddy James Harden, and we might we might stick him in the game there and there just because like maybe you know like if I if I'm Ty Lue and things aren't working in one game then maybe I'll like I'll just put PJ Tucker in there and see if he switches some things up like maybe he'll make a quarter three I know he doesn't he doesn't really have that in his game anymore but or apparently he he still could guard okay defensively he's not like a top 10 defender in the league by any means but he could go out there and be a pest on defense especially the bigger guys like Apparently, like maybe he could go out there and slow down Jokic, even though nobody can. Yeah, maybe you know, like there, there's some aspects of having a PJ Tucker that's good. I just don't want the PJ Tucker thing to keep other talented players from playing. But to be honest, PJ Tucker's playing a position where there's not a lot of uh, players on the team at right now, so I, I guess he's gonna play. I don't think he tries to do enough in the fourth quarter. I think he's gonna play. I think he's gonna play center. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, I see. I, I, I. Right, right. When you the first word that came out of your mouth, I was like, "Oh, he's playing small ball five. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna. He, <laughs> That's gonna be small ball five. Yeah, he, exactly. the guy is the guy is as old as my dad. He's he's gonna <laughs> he, he's he's almost as old as my dad, and he's gonna be playing like twelve minute fourth quarters. <laughs> uh, so we also got this Philippe Petrusev guy. Uh, the Clippers have not confirmed yet if he's going to actually even make the team like he, they might just cut him i saw one highlight video and he did like that dirk Nowitzki shot and i was like hey <laughs> like and i saw uh his stat line from when he played uh european ball and he, he was shooting pretty decent percentages from three you know like this could be the stretch the stretch big that i think the clipper nation's been clamoring for like people might hate the james harden deal but what if out, out of this whole deal, we end up getting the secret weapon to the Clippers. Most likely, he's getting cut. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, uh, I just I just wanted to at least give him like a thirty second shout out <laughs> before we uh before we continue. He got what he wanted, man. He wanted to be traded, so <laughs> he finally got <laughs> traded for the Sixers. <laughs> uh, imagine he said, like, oh, "It's my dream to come to the Clippers." Dude, uh, I just saw like a meme it was like uh. I think um, Nico wanted to be a lifer, uh, but they traded him away. And then Flip wanted to be uh, traded, but he was a lifer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like uh, James Harden and PJ Tucker uh, were trying to already flew out here to LA while this guy is still trying to be in contact with like South Southwest Airlines trying to get a ticket <laughs> to come out here. He's like, he's like texting uh he's texting Harding hey I'm outside your house <laughs> like, oh hey bro uh that's crazy uh we left early actually <laughs> uh he's uh he's gonna show up to the Clippers facility and they're gonna be like hey uh there's some seven foot two guy or something outside and he says <laughs> he's on the Clippers now and Lawrence was like, yeah, that's someone supposed to send him an email that he's not supposed to come. <laughs> and then he seems like the type of guy who doesn't own a phone. <laughs> I just looked at it. He's 6'11". I... <laughs> he, he might have played with... Uh, who, who's that guy you don't like uh, from Gonzaga? Uh, Trimmy or something? Uh, Drew Timmy? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, like my, that's like my nemesis. <laughs> like he don't know he don't know it but like we're sworn enemies oh yeah oh that is not not a question we're well sworn. the clippers are gonna have some op- open roster spots maybe we could pick him up good god absolutely not he's like <laughs> he's my sworn nemesis for like ever uh, bro you look like you're 30 and like you just got out of college you look like you're 50 you know what i'm saying like oh man i, I ain't gonna get into it Dude, I like how kobe brown just chills on the on the on the corner he's like waiting for a shot yeah. And Kawhi just totally ignored him. Oh, and Kawhi, I think, like, he fouled. He fumbled. I don't know what he did. He probably traveled. Uh, <laughs> all right, everyone. Uh, I want you to tell me one negative thing about this trade before we get out. Just one negative thing. I'll let Jesse go first. 
I, I will say the negative thing is we lost Nicholas Batum. It's it sucks. I like them. But we got James Harden, so whatever. <laughs> Man, I respect that. Uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lily Batum, like all of Clippers Twitter's, like, like saying sorry to Lily Batum, like they're the ones who made the trade. <laughs> please, please don't even start with this. Please don't even start with this. It's like, it's please, like, please don't start. Tyler the Creator, uh, gift, like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, like, uh, Jake, uh, tell me one negative thing about this trade, um, that it wasn't done sooner, like, oh. what, like, you know, like, it wasn't done before in training camp, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Legit. My negative thing is a, and it's it's a, it's a, it's a two parter. A that uh, I'm going to spend a lot of money on James Harden Clipper jerseys now. Oh yeah. Oh, even yeah, even if I, I'm even if for whatever reason he played one game and then he's like I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> he, I'm still copying it. I'm still copying it. Yeah. And then B, it's the fact that we have our worst city edition jersey and how long and it's the same year that we get James Harden. <laughs> so are you, are you gonna get it? Are you gonna get it in that one or not? I, I'm for sure gonna get it in statement and I'm gonna I feel like I should get this city edition jersey. Even you know what? I think years from now we're just gonna not like you remember when they came out with the gray jerseys and we thought they were super boring and whack, but then like oh, they yeah. were they were on sale. Yo, Kawhi uh, just did some crazy <laughs> Uh, I, I I feel like it's gonna be the same thing. Like I might not buy it right away, but I think I'll I'll get it at some point because it's gonna I'm gonna the the fan shop's gonna put it like seventy five percent off or something. I'm like ah, I, I think I should get that. Listen, I'm copping this thing right away. I it's like our worst jersey in probably five years or I don't know, but I'm definitely getting it right away. You know I respect that. I'm and definitely if- getting it right away for sure. If we could sit Kawhi, there's about seven minutes left in this game. If we could sit Kawhi and not have to bring Paul George back in, I think there's a decent chance they might play against the Lakers. My hot take, they don't play. They sit these guys for tomorrow. I'm leaning. I feel like this segment of the podcast is going to be out of date within like uh, 24 hours, but we'll do it real quick. Jake, uh, Jake, what's your percentage of Kawhi played, Paul George played, and both played in tomorrow's game? Uh, like, like 15 Fifteen percent for both. Yeah, I think they don't play. Okay, I, I think both sit. I think both sit. Even uh, if, like, even if I mean Kawhi's got to get his averages right now. That's the only reason he's playing. Uh, Jesse. Sorry, I turned my heater. It's a little cold in my room. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's freezing. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I think there's a high chance they play tomorrow. I I think they want to set a tone for this team, so I think they they play. I'm gaming 100 percent they pay. They have Thursday through Sunday off. I I'm thinking they're at least going to they might try to have a limited amount of playing time tomorrow, but I do think they're gonna the only thing is I'm gonna throw this out. It's a Lakers Clippers game. If they're going to play, then they have to play. Like they're gonna be playing into the fourth quarter. And if you don't want them playing into the fourth quarter, then don't play them at all. I think that's that's kind of how the Clippers should go about it, but I I do think they play too. But I think I'm I'm gonna put it at like 55, 60 percent. Perfect scenario. This is my perfect scenario right here. Kawhi, PG, Russ, they all play against Lakers, and then TMZ catches Harden at strip club watching the game. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> that be pretty, the the memes today of like all like when the strippers found out that James Harden's coming to LA that they've all been really good. <laughs> They have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts? Uh, do you guys have any Westbrook jerseys? Any, yeah. I have the City Edition jersey from last year, the Drew Lee jersey, and, and Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah, that's fire. That's fire. I ordered one, so. Yeah, that's fire. <laughs> okay, cool. Because I'm like, yo, these, these jerseys in like 10, 15 years are going to look great, by the way. They're going to be like, oh, remember when Russell Westbrook played for the Clippers? Like, you, know, you know, I I have this, I have this feeling that in two to three years, we're going to look back on this year's City Edition jersey, and we're going to be like, that wasn't as bad as we thought it was. By the way, PG just checked, <laughs> PG just checked in in the fourth quarter right now. Uh, okay, well, he, I guess they're not playing tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just... Oh. Yeah. So, also, I don't know. I don't want to get too deep into it or whatever, but 
Jesse, have you seen this Letterman jacket that, that, that is at the Clippers team store at the crypto.com? Uh, I've seen some on the website. Um, it, it's so it's it's a Letterman jacket. They have it like in sweater version, but it's got like a hot pink logo. It's got like yellow out, outline about around it. It's like navy and red. And I, I'm just saying it looked good. For for being as wild as it looked, and usually when the Clippers go wild, it's not very good. For as wild as it looked, I I, I, I was pretty impressed by it, and yeah. I was like, if I don't know if they're experimenting with uh, different colors or changes for next year, maybe I'm overthinking it. But if the, if they're gonna rock with that hot pink, infrared, whatever, I. I'm 100% for it. <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers have, you know, data for that. What's being purchased, what's continuing to like sell, like sell, do really well in sales. And then going off that to make decisions off their possibly new colors. I don't know. <laughs> so, I, I imagine they're, they're like Steve Ballmer got the data yesterday and it's like, hey, yeah, Roko jerseys are not selling. He's like, yeah, you guys could have them too. Like <laughs> <laughs> the deal was done already. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> yeah, he's like he's looking at he's looking at the he's looking at this jersey sale data. <laughs> uh, and he's like, uh yeah, you know what? Oh really? Nico's not as good as I thought he was. Yeah, you guys could have Nico. <laughs> and, yeah. and and another reason like Steve Bomber's I'm a dollar signs kind of guy too, you know. So at the end of the day, like this trade had to happen. Like this this arena needs to be sold out. This arena needs ticket sales. It needs to be profitable for them at the end of the day, right? So, like, yeah. Harden does that. Harden has stands. So does Russ. It's, I'm looking forward. Like, honestly, I really wish I bought the Clipper Pass. Uh, but you know what? I have, I have it. A so, I can off. Yeah, uh, I have it. So, the first Harden home game is going to be on the 12th. And I think I already made plans with my wife to go out of town, but. We haven't made that official yet, so I might I might be able to I might be able to convince her that I need to go to this game, but I should stick to my word. <laughs> but I'm gonna I want everyone to give their power rankings before we go out. We have Kawhi, we have Paul George, we have Russ, and we have Harden. Who's gonna have the highest? Good thing this is an audio form because the way I put my hands up looked really stupid. Right? <laughs> One through four, who's going to have the highest selling jersey from this point on for the rest of the year? I don't even know if we're ever going to get this data afterwards, but who cares? And who's going to have the fourth? Like one through four. So let's just, so uh, I'll let Jake go first. Um, Russell Westbrook. So R- Russell will be number one? Yeah, Russell Westbrook. All right, who's number two? Harden. Number three? Kawhi. Number four is Paul? Yeah, Paul. Paul. All right, mine is, I think it's going to be Harden, Russ, Paul George, then Kawhi. I just feel like, I just don't feel like a Kawhi jersey is that sexy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what about you, Jesse? I go Russ, PG, Harden, and Kawhi. You think there's a big enough fan base that hates uh, James Harden that they're not going to buy his jersey? Right. I think so. I I I think the the media hasn't been good to Harden, so um, so I think that affects a lot of things. But I also think like Kawhi and himself. I feel like I don't know, man. I'm going off Twitter. Like I feel like I never see any like any like Kawhi Stan Twitter accounts. Do you? <laughs> like I feel like I've never seen them. <laughs> There's probably a couple, but we you know like uh, it's one of those experiments where you're kind of blind to it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe it exists so you don't see it so yeah, i've seen rest stands i seen i seen them i seen their like i, I think one made like a photoshop of like a of like russ in a halloween costume and mm-hmm. i was like it was called dracula russ <laughs> oh my god i have no idea what's going on i've seen morris stands and they're uh they're now going to be watching philadelphia games i'm assuming so right. Unless he gets cut, like I don't, that might be the case too. We'll we'll find out. We'll find out more information too. Apparently, he plays lockdown defense. So <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm I'm so glad that I don't get my basketball information from Shannon Sharp. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> right, when he was defense, Morris defense. This is a defense. <laughs> I'm like, are you are you like for real? Right? Like I love I love Uncle Shannon, bro. But are you kidding me? Morris <laughs> defense, but two defense, Rocco defense. I'm like, what? 
Defense. And you're not even like giving us like what they're good at defensively. You're just like <laughs> defense. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's all for the TV. You know what I'm saying? But it's all for TV. So now, yeah, happy Hard and Ween, everybody. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast at LA Clip. Oh no, you can just find it wherever, and it's LA Clips Forum. I'm sorry. You can find us on X slash Twitter at LA Clips Forum. And you know what, uh, Jake? Do you have anything you want to promote? Yeah, jakebarnes.com. Uh, we probably gotta look for a day of Hardenheimer. Like we gotta look for a launch day or like a drop day. Oh, like that'd be kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? So like, we'll figure that out. Right. Uh, so you know, for all the listeners and shit, like they can, you know, they can get they can get one. I can't wait to wear my shit. So, <laughs> um, Black Friday, I think, is where I'm scheduling my my release for the year. I guess um, for all the Clipper stuff, the Harden shirt that I'm gonna do and whatever else, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. JakeBarnes.com. Jake, Jake, can I ask for a favor? Yeah. Was, on like, my on my Hardenheimer, can I get it like the way Brian has it poorly cropped? it kills me every single time i see it I can't, it's I funny because i notice those things and then i don't change them for the next time i'm posting it's just great bro we really did it like they just showed him on tv mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like this is crazy to see even like to even see james harden affiliated with the clippers is wild bro i love it the the fact that PG and Kawhi are I don't know well Kawhi's not in right now, but the fact that PG's even in the game right now makes me feel like we're we're punting the Laker game. Yeah, and I I well I only feel like we're punting it because our season has not started. That's can like I, you know can, like. Can I bring up one silly stupid reason why we might not punt it? Because we ha- the Lakers haven't beat us in the regular season in like I feel like three wow. seasons. Yeah. Wow. So like the Clippers might want to keep that streak alive. Oh my God, PG's wild! Like that was wild. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he on a heater. Well, um, yeah. Pro- so we appreciate you. You know, you guys can be doing anything with your time, and you're probably watching the Clipper game as we're recording this. But after the Clipper game, you can listen to us. You guys can be doing anything with your time, but you spent it with us, and we appreciate that. Thank you, everyone. Happy, happy, hard and Ween and Hardenheimer. Is here. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> Boom. Peace.